When I was a little boy and something bad happened in the news, my mother would tell me to look for the helpers. You'll always find people helping, she'd say. And I've found that that's true. In fact, it's one of the best things about our wonderful world. In times of crisis, Fred Rogers encouraged us to look for the helpers. We'll be doing that on this episode of Win This Year. Drugs and alcohol. Bullying. Unhealthy relationships. Depression. Internet safety. Substance use. Body image. Self-injury. Suicide. Anxiety. Social media. Kids. Pre-teens. Parenting. Middle school. High school. Adolescents. Teens. Coping skills. Self-care. Relationships. Strategies. Life skills. Prevention. Solutions. Help. Hope. Leadership. Insight. Information. Inspiration. You're listening to Win This Year, the official podcast of Not My Kid, a prevention nonprofit focused on inspiring positive life choices by helping kids, parents, families, and those who work with youth. Informative, interesting, inspiring. Win This Year. Welcome to Win This Year. I'm Shane Watson, Public Information Officer and Prevention Specialist for Not My Kid. Fred Rogers, better known to most as beloved children's TV show host Mr. Rogers, once said, When I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, Look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. That quote has become increasingly popular in recent years, often shared in response to tragedy and crisis. With the current pandemic health crisis, it can be easy to feel overwhelmed by bad news. When we look around, we not only see the devastating health effects of COVID-19, but the economic effects and societal effects, such as people hoarding or stealing food or other resources that others desperately need. But if you look closer, you will see the good. You will see generosity and altruism. You will see selflessness. If you look for the helpers, you'll find them. So we wanted to create this episode to balance out the negative stories with something equally as powerful and equally as present and real. We've asked multiple Not My Kids staff members to share what they've seen recently when they've looked for the helpers, and some of them also shared what they are doing to help as well. Here's what they had to say. Joining us now via phone for our special Look for the Helpers episode of Win This Year is Not My Kid Operations Manager, Ariza Martinez. Ariza, welcome to Win This Year. Thanks for having me, Shane. When you've been looking for the helpers recently in response to this COVID-19 situation, what have you seen that's encouraging to you? So I was actually browsing through Facebook and I had saw a post from the Amadio Ranch Farm Store and it was a blue house looking bookshelf that says free community pantry and it was overfilled with non-perishable items. And when I say overfilled, I mean they had more than what the bookshelf can hold. Um, apparently this was started by Dan Penton and Catherine Miranda and they host it at the Amadio Ranch Farm Store because a lot of people from the community already go there to purchase fresh picked vegetables, baked goods, milk, honey, and other items from local small businesses. 
And what I really admire about this is how the community is coming together to support one another. They even have a clipboard to take requests of items that families need and people continue to donate and give. And then right next to it is a red house-looking bookshelf that says Little Library, and on the side it says Take a Book and Leave a Book. I love how this is reaching out to the kids and that they can be a part in helping their community as well. That's absolutely fantastic. Actually, that's interesting that that's what you chose for your story as far as looking for the helpers, because one of the things that gave me the idea to focus on this as a story is I'm seeing a lot of community pantries starting to pop up through Facebook Marketplace, where rather than someone actually selling an item, it's listed as free, and it's exactly what you talked about. It's a variety of non-perishable food. What I really appreciate also about what you mentioned is they added that second level where they have books as well, because in addition to obviously needing food, we're needing water, we're needing those basic supplies. Right now, what we need is something for peace of mind, and books can be an absolutely fantastic escape for kids and adults alike. Ariza Martinez, thank you for joining us on Win This Year. Thank you for sharing your story for Look for the Helpers. Thank you. Joining us now via phone is Not My Kid Prevention Specialist, Maddie Rose. If you've been listening to Win This Year for a while, you may have heard her episode. If you haven't, we will link it down in the show notes. You do not want to miss it. It is a very powerful story. So first of all, Maddie, welcome back to Win This Year. Thank you so much for having me again. What have you personally been trying to do to be a helper during this time of challenge? Well, first off, I know that, you know, parents and kids right now are probably struggling a lot. You know, we're in small spaces, everyone's home. This doesn't usually happen. And so I've really just been trying to be a support for them. So first off, um, I've been participating with quite a few of my coworkers in Teen Talks. And Teen Talks is basically a program that teenagers can come into. They tune in with us, with other teens, and they can talk about any issues that they're having. We play some games. We give them some information about maybe how to communicate, stuff like that. But most of all, we try to make a very safe environment for teenagers to come talk, socialize, and have also adults present so that they're able to ask us some questions. The other thing that I've been doing is reaching out to schools to see what they need. This is, of course, also a huge adjustment for schools. You know, they've never had to really do this before. So I've been making sure to reach out, see what they need, their staff needs, what their students need. And most of all, um, me and my team are making a safe drug disposal day that is going to be posted, of course, the information on Facebook. But the whole goal of it is to educate parents and kids about prescription drug misuse. Kids are probably under a lot of stress right now, and it can be very tempting to cope with these issues in unhealthy ways, which is why we really want to teach parents how to dispose of meds and kids, of course, teaching them skills of how to deal with you know, stressful situations and how to learn self-care. And we will be promoting that drug disposal day and also those teen talks, which are done via Zoom calls. We promote those well ahead of time on our Not My Kids social media, primarily Facebook, which will be linked down in the show notes from this episode. So for you parents, grandparents, guardians, educators, those of you who have teens in your lives, 
we will be giving you that information on Facebook. You do not want to miss that that drug disposal event. And also, make sure your teens are tuning in for Teen Talk because, as Maddie said, it's an incredibly powerful, safe, energetic, positive environment for them to be in, to be connected during a time right now where a lot of us are feeling very disconnected. So, Maddie, my next question for you is what have you witnessed others doing to be helpers during this challenging time? So I am a huge animal person. I have two animals. If I could, I would have six, but that's not really possible in an apartment. Um, So what I've been noticing, go ahead and Google coronavirus pet shelters, and you'll just be bombarded with very positive news articles. So in New York City, adoptions and fostering of pets is up 1,000%. So 10 times as many people now are adopting and fostering pets. For the animal control here in Maricopa County, they are overwhelmed with support from the community. So the last time that they checked, there are about 230 pets in the shelter. And usually there are about 500. So that really shows the difference. And then ASPCA animal shelters in New York City and LA have experienced a 70% increase in fostering animals. Now, this is super encouraging for two reasons. So first off, like these shelters don't really have as many volunteers right now because of social distancing. So now the animals that are still there are able to get more attention. And of course, other animals are able to come home with people. And then the great thing about that is people are adopting animals because as many people have said it'll give them a reason to go outside it will give them some companionship it'll give them something that they can do something that they can take care of and something that they can love so it's just really phenomenal that all of this is going on right now because both the humans and the animals are benefiting from it helping people and helping animals at the same time maddie rose exactly These are fantastic stories. Thank you so much for being here on Win This Year and sharing your story. Of course. Thank you. Joining us now via phone is Not My Kid Prevention Specialist, Antu Ozfa. Antu, first time on the show. Welcome to Win This Year. Thank you. Thank you, Shane, for having me. What have you been trying to do personally to be a helper to others during this challenging time? Right, so it's a really good question. Uh, so during this time of isolation and um, social distancing, I am really invested in the recovery community. So I sponsor uh, guys and I help them um, you know, get their relationships back and get off of drugs and stay off of drugs. So since I've, it's been kind of tough doing that, um, along with the Zoom meetings in the community, um, we have small, healthy private groups, uh, you know, six feet away from each other, uh, far away. And, you know, we, with distancing in mind, um, we, we talk. So that helps me um, as well. So me helping others. That's absolutely true. And, and in a meeting that we had today, I, I remember you talking about, you know, addiction being as dangerous for people for many people, if not more so than the coronavirus. And so while we're focused on the coronavirus, which we should be, and we should be responding, and we should be motivated to to act, we also need to make sure that we are acting in response to mental and behavioral health issues as well. So what have you been seeing during this time? What have you witnessed others doing to help during this time? 
Right. So, so I've been blessed to not be affected as much as others. Right. And, uh, my parents are business owners in Maryland and, uh, my mom owns a spa. So she, that's constant contact with others. So she was forced to shut down and, uh, they survived 08's recession. Right. So I'm panicking. They're, they're cool. They're calm. They're collective. Uh, and one of the nice deeds that they were telling me that happened was, uh, throughout the week, all last week, there were envelopes of checks to their business, uh, saying, we want you here. Don't worry. Um, positive words. Um, and it just definitely gave my mom some hope that people really did care for her business because she employs, I would say five people, you know, so that was really, that was really big. That's incredibly powerful, and that lets you know that you have positively impacted people with your business if they're doing something like that when you're not even open, making that point, not only supporting you with their words, but with their finances as well, that tells you that that's, that's a business that's made a positive impact on that community. We're seeing a good amount of that. We're seeing people doing similar things all around, and that's why I wanted to emphasize with this episode that while we have to acknowledge the challenging things and the concerning things that are happening, if we look for the helpers, we will see, as you have in your parents' situation, people doing good things every single day. On to, glad we finally had you on Win This Year. You will be back. We will have you share your story at some point and your work with Not My Kid. But for now, thank you so much for sharing your story on Win This Year. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate it. Thank you. On the phone with us now is Not My Kid Prevention Specialist Tomas Barraza. As with many of our other guests on this episode, if you have listened to Win This Year previously, there is a good chance you have heard Tomas before and with the other guests, the same as with the other people I mentioned. If you did not catch his episode, we will link that down in the show notes. First and foremost, Tomas, welcome back to Win This Year. Yeah, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Definitely uh, looking forward to being back on the show. What have you been trying to do personally to be a helper during this time? Yeah, well, we have really amped up our efforts online as a team, really, uh, to be able to catch parents and, and reach out to schools and educators, uh, but also to reach out to teens, especially. You know, I know right now a lot of teens are, are going through it. Some of them might be looking forward to not having to wake up and go to school. But there, there are a lot of them that are kind of struggling with, with being home and being away physically from their friends. And so, you know, really, really helping to facilitate some teen talks that we're doing on Tuesdays um, and, you know, just connecting with them and, and asking how they're, how they're doing and, you know, if there's any way that we can support them. So I think one of the biggest things that, that I personally and, and just as a team that we're doing is just reaching out, really, and being available letting letting the community know that we are we're here for them. What have you witnessed others doing to help during this challenging time? Man, there's been so many really cool things that I've actually seen. One of them that just really uh gosh, it it, it caught me. It got my heartstrings going big time. Um and it, it had to do with a a post I saw on social media. It was it was at a hospital and there were a ton of 
doctors and nurses and they were standing on top of this hospital building and they were singing praise and worship songs. And for me, I, I'm, I'm a man of faith. And so, you know, I, I just kind of feel like, man, like there's so much that we as human beings can do. And it's awesome when we step up and we actually do that. But then to also understand that there's so much that's just out of our control. You know, there's so much that is out of our grasp and, and, and you know, there's only so much that we can do. And so as long as we do what we can and have the hope, have the faith that God's just going to fill in the gap for us is absolutely huge. So to, to see these people who, you know, again, nurses, doctors, people who others look for for answers, for solutions, to be able to also recognize like, hey, I'm doing what I can, but I also know that. I'm just a human and, and God can fill in the blank. Man, that, that was just absolutely amazing to see. It's a powerful example. And I did not see that video, but I've seen a still image of something very similar just yesterday, as a matter of fact. Man. Like you said, whether we're a doctor, nurse, whether we work in prevention, whatever our job is, at the end of the day, we're all human. And you're reminder to focus on what we can control, focus on what we can do something about, and accept what we don't have power power over. That is a way to retain your sanity and your mental health and your stability during a very tumultuous time. Tomas Barraza, as always, wonderful insights. Thanks for coming back on Win This Year. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Joining us now via phone is Not My Kid office manager, Gail Melito. Gail, welcome to Win This Year. And when you've been looking for the helpers, what have you been seeing? Well, hello, Shane. I am I'm proud to talk about a story that I really uh, found to be really just a sweet story. Um, out of San Diego, there was a 95-year-old man who was stuck in his home, nobody to help him. And the San Diego Police Department uh, actually stepped in to do a welfare check on him. And when they got there, they realized he had no food, uh, very little food from my understanding, and wasn't able to get out to help himself. So the police department went to the local grocery store and they did a, a, you know, a shopping excursion for him. They got him all of you know, the necessities that he needed, you know, non-perishable foods, milk, paper towels, you know, things that, he, that they knew he could use uh, during this time. And then they went and they stopped at a local restaurant and they picked him up some takeout and delivered it all to his home made sure he was safe and happy and, and fed. And uh, I just wanted to share that story because it really touched me, um, you know, especially in light of the fact that there are so many elderly people out there who, you know, unfortunately don't have the help that they, that they need right now because of the quarantine. So that's, that's my story for the day. We are seeing a lot of need in response to the situation that's going on right now, but then unfortunately, like you've mentioned, we're seeing a lot of people stepping up to fill that need. Mm -hmm. Gail, thank you so much for sharing your story. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you for being on Win This Year. Thanks so much, Shane. Joining us on the phone now is Not My Kid Prevention Specialist, Taylor Gary. He has been on win this year before. If you haven't heard his episode, 
We will link it down in the show notes. Taylor, welcome back to win this year. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back. What have you been trying to do personally to be a helper during these challenging times? You know, I, I think it's broken down to, into a few categories, but mainly I'm trying to help the youth and the teens through Not My Kid, right? With Not My Kid and the quarantine going on, we switched pretty quickly from being in the school's front lines to now being in the front lines through Zoom and on digital platforms. And we switched over pretty quick to be able to help these kids. So I think just helping the youth during these trying times and helping them find what they love to do when they are stuck in, you know, in quarantine, it's it's harder to do the things that you love, but trying to come up with ideas for them when they're in quarantine. So that's the first part. Second part, I'd say I'm in recovery. So I try to help a lot of my friends who are struggling in recovery because as you've probably seen on the news and it's going around a little bit on social media is a lot of people are relapsing and going back to drugs and alcohol at this time to cope with their fear or their problems. And I've been trying to help all my friends and all my close acquaintances inside of recovery to help them to not go back to that position and keep, keep strong, keep their heads up. What have you been seeing other people doing to help during this time is have you seen something that's inspired you or impressed you that somebody else is doing? Absolutely. I I've seen it a lot and you know, I didn't want to take a typical answer that I've seen on, on social media because I've seen a bunch of celebrities doing a, a ton of great things. But the main thing that stuck, uh, stood out to me was I was driving down the street, I'd say a week ago and I saw a lady keep going into the store and she was buying a bunch of homeless people food and she walked it out to them and, and gave them water. And it, it reminded me of something. It's like, you know, there's times where I complain, but really there are homeless people during this quarantine and during this coronavirus that don't have anything. And people are spending their time and their money, which everybody's affected right now, to help them stay alive and stay fed. That was one of the most beautiful signs of humanity that I have seen recently during this coronavirus. That's powerful. And that's what stood out to me as well is like you said, everyone is being affected by this. A lot of people are being very affected, not only in terms of health, but financially as well. And it can be kind of scary. And during times like that, people often tend to hold on to their money and, and, and their resources very tightly. But what I've seen is exactly what you're talking about, where people who are choosing to give that to people that they see that are in even a more intense situation than they're in. And that's why we we focus this entire episode on the concept of look for the helpers. And Taylor Gary, you are absolutely one of the helpers I've witnessed over the years, and especially recently with this unique situation, your connection with teens, and I know you will continue to be. So thanks again for being on Win This Year, and thank you for sharing your insight with us. Thank you so much. Joining us now via phone is Not My Kid, Chief Programs Officer Jerona Montano. If you have listened to Win This Year for a while, you have probably heard her on multiple episodes. If you have missed those shows, we will link those down in the show notes. So first of all, Jeronda, welcome back to Win This Year. Thanks, Shane. It's always great to be on with you. 
What have you been trying to do personally to be a helper during these challenging times? You know, I've just been trying to make myself available when with people who may have needs. I went to my Facebook page when I was in Costco and just put a message out there. Hey, I'm in Costco. They have lots of things stocked on the shelves. Does anyone need anything? And I have like five people who reached out to me and said, yeah, can you grab me this? Can you grab me that? And it wasn't like they were stocking up. They just needed like basic essential things for right then and there. And then I went and delivered those things to those people. So that was really cool to be able to say, hey, I've got you. You know, Kim, we're, we're all in this together. And, and let me make sure that I've, I'm thinking about you when I'm taking care of my family, too. So that, that was a really awesome experience. I am seeing similar things on my neighborhood group Facebook page. That was actually one of the two and two things that inspired me to want to share these stories is one of them was basically like a food pantry at someone's house. It was like, take what you need, leave what you have spare. And then in the neighborhood group, I was seeing people doing exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to Costco. I'm going to the grocery store. Does anybody need anything? What have you witnessed others doing to help during this time? Well, I've definitely seen the give and take table and that I was that was the one thing that I wanted to mention, but as you said, you've seen it. I think that's growing and it's really cool to see people neighbors truly just taking care of each other. I grew up in a neighborhood where everyone just knew everyone and so that for me feels great. I don't know that my kids have that same experience, so to see that happening in neighborhoods is just amazing. One of the things that I saw this morning, I'll say that social media has really become a very positive source to see that people are really sticking together and looking out for one another. And this morning, uh, an online community I belong to, which is um, for my kids' school, there's a local business that is really suffering. And with that business, they posted their earnings for two days, and both days was under $200. It's a cleaner's, and with the cleaner's, um, you know, the, the owner posted, I, you know, I know that people aren't going to work right now, and so it, it's causing us to suffer. He didn't ask for anyone to come over and do anything. He just said, we're still here. This is what we've earned in the last two days, and we're going to be open um, five days next week. And so many people then commented to say, we're going to stop by. We're going to bring in things. You know, just supporting that local business owner. He's just one guy, has one cleaning business, that's it. And and to see people pouring out to say, no, you're our community cleaner. We're going to make sure that we support you. I just, that was just, it really made my heart feel happy. I feel like I've been saying this a lot in response to a lot of stories that people have been sharing on this episode, but it's absolutely true. I'm also seeing a lot of that where local businesses in our neighborhood, in our neighborhood Facebook group on the Nextdoor app, people are being very deliberate and intentional about wanting to make sure to keep local businesses afloat. And it's, you know, people are acting far more neighborly, for lack of a better term, than I've seen them do in a very long time. And if there is a silver lining out of all of this, that is one of them. It's absolutely, I feel like we're taking better care of each other. You know, I do. I think that is one of the beautiful things in this. We, you know, we're seeing it happen with our first responders and our medical staff that are in in on the front line, if you will, inside taking care of patients. And now we're seeing other people take care of them. And then just the general, like you're saying, neighborly feel of people taking care of people. And I just love that. That feels so familiar to me um, growing up in a time where that's just how it was. And some somehow I don't know, we've sort of gotten away from that. And so that does feel good to see that happening right now. 
Jerena Montano, always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective on Win This Year. Thanks, Shane. And as always on Win This Year, we'd like to give you some resources. If you are dealing with a difficult time or you are helping someone who is, there is hope. There is help available. Number one is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It can be reached by calling 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-TALK. The crisis text line can be reached by texting the word LISTEN to 741741. Again, text the word LISTEN to 741741. Teen Lifeline can be reached by calling 1-800-248-8336. That's 1-800-248-TEEN. And finally, Not My Kid has created a text response number. If you need resources or support or you have questions, you can text the word QUESTION to area code 602-584-8474. Text the word QUESTION to area code 602 602- 584-8474. You will be sent a link that will take you to a form you can fill out and a Not My Kid staff member will get back to you. Thanks once again to the Not My Kid staff members for joining us on this special episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy Win This Year, please be sure to subscribe, share, and spread the word. Win This Year can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and nearly every other mainstream podcast outlet. If you have questions or concerns, would like to suggest a guest or a topic for a future episode, email us at winthisyear at notmykid.org. Winthisyear at notmykid.org. As always, all links mentioned in this episode will be in the show notes, along with all the links for Not My Kid's social media. I'm Shane Watson, public information officer and prevention specialist for Not My Kid, Thank you again for listening to Win This Year.